talking crime, cases, and backing the blue. Now, here are your hosts, Captain Ed Mamet and Detective Kevin Schroeder. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Cop Talk. My name is Kevin Schroeder. I'm here with my co-host, Ed Mamet. Hello, everybody. WABC Cop Talk listeners. We're on today with a very, very special guest who is very well known, and we're glad to have him. So today's guest is Roger Stone. Roger is one of the most legendary figures in American politics. He's worked for just about every major Republican since Nixon and Reagan. He hosts his own radio show here on WABC Radio, Sundays from 4 to 6 p.m. He's a local boy, grew up in Westchester County. He's one of the first, if not the first, major political figures to recognize young Donald Trump's leadership potential and helped him to the presidency. We also have calling in Sal Greco, who's a 14-year NYPD veteran and who was fired by the NYPD for his association with Roger Stone. Roger, welcome. Uh, I am delighted to be with you guys. So, and Sal, you're there too? I'm here, Kevin. It's an honor to be here. Great. So how do you guys know each other? Uh, Roger, how did you and Sal become friendly? Well, it's a most unlikely story. Um, As you know, because of my 45-year friendship with Donald Trump, uh, and because Special Counsel Robert Mueller uh, and his thugs could find no evidence whatsoever of Russian collusion, uh, they decided to try to frame me uh, and pressure me to provide false testimony uh, against uh, my friend of 45 years. Uh, they ran a media campaign in which it was alleged falsely that I was somehow colluding with Russian intelligence or had been uh, uh, the go-between between WikiLeaks, which they allege, again, falsely, uh, had hacked the DNC or had received the fruits of a online hack of the Democratic National uh, Committee by Russian intelligence. There's no evidence, by the way, to prove any of that. It's just a claim of our, our intelligence services to fit their political narrative. Uh, but during the time that I was uh, under uh, indictment, prior to being gagged uh, by the judge in my case so that I couldn't defend myself in public while MSNBC, CNN, uh, and the New York Times uh, and the Washington Post, you know, uh, destroyed me with these false allegations. Um, I was posting on Instagram. Uh, I was getting beat up pretty badly on social media. And I noticed that this guy in New York, Sal Greco, uh, had been defending me in a number of posts, which I appreciated because, you know, when you're when you're in this kind of situation, you learn who your real friends are and you learn who your real friends are not. Right. So um, I, I thanked him through a direct message, uh, learned that he was uh, from Staten Island, that he was a police officer, that he was in New York. And since in those days I had a place in New York, um, I suggested that perhaps we could uh, get together for dinner with he and I and my wife uh, when we were in New York. Um, so I could thank him directly for his online support. Uh, we met. Uh, we became very, very good friends. Uh, he visited my family uh, in Florida uh, for Easter uh, and for Christmas. Uh, and he's almost like a, a member of the family. He's a great friend of uh, my entire family, my adult daughter and so on. My son is also a police officer. So we became very good friends. Uh, unfortunately, he would pay a very high price for that friendship. 
Uh, I know that's not what we want to dwell on today, but Sal Greco uh, is a 14-year veteran of the New York Police Department with an unblemished record of service to the people of New York, often assigned to some of the most dangerous precincts uh, in the city for the graveyard shift. He has an impeccable record, uh, but he was terminated by the NYPD, really essentially simply because he's a friend of mine, uh, using a regulation that prohibits police officers from fraternizing with those who may have or may in the future be engaged in criminal activity. Uh, this is a regulation that is enforced extraordinarily uh, uh, selectively. It was not, for example, used uh, on Captain Eric Adams when he fraternized with the convicted felon Mike Tyson, uh, provided private security for the convicted felon um, uh, Louis Farrakhan, uh, certainly not applied to the brass of the NYPD when the vile anti-police rapper Cardi B recently spoke at a at the New York City Police Academy. These things are almost impossible to believe. Uh, but they, they sought to ruin Sal Greco's life. They terminated him. They, that takes away his pension, uh, takes away a good conduct letter, so he can't get a job as a law enforcement officer in any other jurisdiction. Uh, he spent his life savings fighting this in court. Uh, I think he's going to get his day in court. I actually think he's going to win uh, in court, and it will be proven that the city unjustly terminated. But we became very good friends and remain good friends to this day. Roger, that brings me to my, to my next question. Uh, what are your thoughts on what happened to Sal? Well, it's, a, it's completely political. In other words, uh, if you're, if you're uh, Eric Adams, you can flout the law. He was brought up uh, uh, on the same, uh, under the same regulations. He went through a departmental trial, and they docked him five days vacation time. Uh, we have the entire top brass of the New York City Police Department in violation of that regulation because they're hanging out at a restaurant in the Bronx owned by a known criminal, a place called Con Sofrito. Uh, it, so what, it, it is completely selective. It's, it's, a, it's a, a double standard. Sal Greco was fired because he supports Donald Trump in his free time, in his spare time, and because he's a friend of mine. It is outrageous. Uh, it's selective prosecution at a minimum. Uh, and I got a full and unconditional presidential pardon, uh, but that doesn't seem to matter to the NYPD. The entire investigation into Sal Greco is corrupted. Uh, they, they obtained his cell phone records and his internet records by falsely claiming he was under investigation in a narcotics investigation. Uh, that's a, a vile lie. He was never even dole tested. There's no allegation of drug use or drug involvement on his part at all. They just bend the rules at NYPD, and I think finally a federal judge is going to hold them responsible. All right. Captain? You know, you made <clears throat> you made a point before about Eric Adams and his uh, sordid uh, history. I, I've done some research on that. Not only is there a regulation in the police department about associating with people who might be involved with criminal activity, but there's also one about associating with people who, who spew hate. And um, nobody spewed more hate than Louis Farrakhan. And yet Adams, who uh, associated with Farrakhan, um, was never brought up on charges like that. So there is a lot of hypocrisy here. And uh, I certainly feel uh, very strongly about what happened to Sal because, like you say, it was selective 
prosecution. And uh, hopefully that his case will um, clear him and he'll get the justice he deserves. Amen. Now, Roger, you're no stranger to political persecution yourself. Uh, the FBI uh, conducted a massive raid on your home. And as I recall, they even had a boat in the, in the canal near your home. Yeah, it was a, Yeah, I was arrested on January 25th of 2019 when 29 fully SWAT-clad FBI agents brandishing fully automatic M4 assault weapons surrounded my home uh, to arrest me for the first time nonviolent crime of allegedly lying to Congress. Uh, it's funny because the special counsel's office uh, had spoken to my lawyers just the day before. We turned over 30 pages of text messages, which essentially proved my innocence, proved that anything I knew about WikiLeaks, I knew from a perfectly legal source. Uh, they ignored all of that evidence. Uh, they ignored exculpatory testimony in front of the grand jury because they had already made up their mind that I would be charged for this convoluted process crime uh, dreamed up by uh, uh, the most corrupt prosecutor in American history, a uh, fellow named Andrew Weissman. Uh, they could have simply said, we're arresting you, we're charging you, turn yourself in. That would have saved $1.1 million for the taxpayers because the government um, was suspended at that time uh, because of the budget uh, failure. Uh, and therefore, all of the agents involved were getting paid time and a half for overtime. Yes, there, there were two amphibious units pulled up the dock at the back of my house. There were uh, there were armed frogmen jumped out on the dock as if I, as if I was going to swim away. Look, none of this makes any sense. The, the, and of course, as you know, I was arrested at six oh six. At six eleven, a uh, a uh, producer from CNN sent a copy of my sealed indictment to one of my lawyers by text. Uh, it, it had no court markings on it, no timestamp. But if you looked at the metadata tags of the person who created the document, you see the initials of Andrew Weissman. So there is the proof right there that CNN leaked the details of my arrest to CNN, who just totally conveniently and by total coincidence happened to have a full camera crew 25 feet from my front door when the FBI threatened to break it down. They actually pulled a, a carried a battering ram up to the front door uh, as if I was not going to open it when they pounded on it at six o'clock in the morning. The whole over the top created for TV drama was to pressure me uh, into testifying falsely against uh, President Trump, which I refused to do. But I also think sending a chilling message to anyone else um, who decided uh, to stand up and tell the truth and not go along with this false Russia, Russia, Russia narrative. Hey, guys, I just want to say one thing about this was uh, when this actually happened with the FBI, unbeknownst to Roger, they actually also hit the apartment that he had at the time in New York City and his studio in Florida. And one of the most unprofessional things I've ever seen was uh, when Roger retrieved the items that they originally have uh, they, uh, they seized from him, they brought back his computer screen was cracked. There was missing items to this day. They took his posters that were, I mean, these are legendary political posters from campaigns that he worked on. They slashed them from the back. This was all unnecessary stuff. And I don't know what kind of convoluted reason they had, but as you know, you guys worked in the New York City Police Department with me. We could never do that without being sued. So I just want to throw it out there. People don't know that they actually ruined and 
destroyed Roger's property and have never been held accountable for that to this day. Yeah, they, they raided my home, but they also raided my uh, studio in Florida. They literally trashed the place. They were there for 13 hours seeking for evidence that, of course, did not exist because there was no evidence of Russian collusion or WikiLeaks collaboration to be found. They left the place as shambles. My wife and I are still, to this day, it was three years ago, we're still sorting through our belongings, trying to find things. It's very hard to even know what was removed, what was returned. When they returned my camera, uh, my uh, computer to me, which they took, uh, which took about a year, uh, it had been somebody taking a sledgehammer to it. It was completely non-functional. It was destroyed. They cut the cords on my microphones. They cut the cords on some of my high-quality cameras. Uh, it was outrageous. Yes, uh, Sal is right. I have no legal recourse. The federal government can basically do whatever it wants. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. You know, Sal and Roger, I like to point out that Roger's been fully exonerated. President Trump granted Roger a full pardon in 2020. Just like to point that out. Roger, speaking of uh, crime and justice, uh, let's take a bigger look at the uh, what's happening in America today as a whole. You, you've been on the front lines of American politics for over 50 years. Have you ever seen anything like this before? Uh, I really haven't. There's a, there's a, you know, it's amazing that the government accuses Donald Trump of wanting to do exactly what they are doing today, which is using the judiciary to punish uh, and victimize their political opponents, uh, weaponizing law enforcement to uh, harass American citizens because, oh, I don't know, they might prefer the Latin mass or because they're pro-life or because they object to the curriculum being taught to their children in the public schools. Uh, they're termed as, uh, uh, as domestic terrorists. I don't need to tell you guys, police departments across the country are hemorrhaging officers as they leave uh, because there's no support for the police. Uh, my own son is uh, an officer in a South Florida jurisdiction. Essentially, his superiors tell him to arrest no one lest they be sued. So uh, we, we've come to a point in America where the rights of the victims are far more important. Uh, pardon me. The rights of the criminals are more important than the rights of the victims. Uh, and woe be it to a police officer uh, who stands up and tries to enforce the law or protect the public. They'll find themselves prosecuted. Uh, th- this story, which I just read about a man stopping and mugging in the New York subways by uh, pulling out a gun and shooting shots into the air and he is arrested. He prevented the mugging of this woman, but he is the one arrested. Uh, this is everything here is backwards. The country is hurtling towards lawlessness. It's uh, Black Lives Matter. Antifa can burn down half the country, injure people, create millions and millions of dollars of destruction. Yet no one is prosecuted. No one. Yet we're told that the events at the Capitol on January 6th were an insurrection. Why was nobody who entered the Capitol other than Capitol Hill police armed? 
No one was armed. That's not a very good insurrection. I mean, I, I was not there. Sal Greco was not there. Frankly, I know nothing about it, although you wouldn't know it if you watched MSNBC. Uh, everything here is backwards. It seems to me that we are we're seeking to prosecute police officers or private citizens who stand up for their rights. Uh, and uh, meanwhile, the country, I don't need to tell you this, is being flooded with illegal immigrants. You have 139,500 illegal migrants who have come to New York City since 2022. You have 65,000 of them currently in taxpayer-funded shelters. Uh, you have just 2,800 arrived just last week. Uh, the city has spent over $2 billion in social services for the illegals. Uh, and in one facility on Midland Avenue, they were putting out veterans to make room for illegals. Uh, this this makes no sense to me. But this is this is the America of Joe Biden. This is the America of Eric Adams. Of those uh, migrants who have come here, less than two percent have sought job permits so they can find work. So they intend to be here on the government dole permanently, based on what I can see. That's been a big problem. I always say that. Um they want to send them back, we should put them into the army. You'll see how fast they'll run back to where they came from. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's one way. One way. Uh, anyway, uh, some time ago, um, President Trump announced a plan to end crime and restore law and order. Uh, he in- it included a record investment in hiring, retention, and training for police, increase in liability protection for cops, and a whole range of other things. What's your opinion of that? I'm strongly in favor of it. It badly needs to be done. He also wants to eliminate income taxes uh, for law enforcement officers uh, who are, let's face it, undercompensated anyway. No, look, Donald Trump, uh, I think, has been very outspoken in his support for law enforcement. I think he has the love of the rank and file members of law enforcement. Uh, And I frankly think that if he is not elected president, uh, in the 2024 election, it probably be, will be the last uh, election this country ever has. We are on the verge uh, of collapsing into chaos, whether it is uh, uh, the trans movement, which um, which infiltrates our schools, uh, whether it is whether it is the um, the allowing of Black Lives Matter and Antifa to run wild, to, whether it is the violence of the uh, pro-Palestinian uh, uh, forces across the country protesting the activities in the Middle East. We see a complete breakdown of law and order. Uh, I strongly support the president's uh, proposal. I think it is well thought out, um, and I think it will be one of the cornerstones of restoring America if he is fortunate enough to win the 2024 election. Uh, one of the things he's uh, talked about is a super police force to patrol American cities. Uh, I'm uh, kind of skeptical uh, about that because we do have a federal system with states and states' rights, and you know each state has their own uh, police. Uh, I, I think what he's talking about is possibly a national police force. So what, what, are your, uh, what is your opinion on that? Yeah, I'm skeptical about it also. I, I think the, the, the community policing is the most effective policing, community policing close to the community, run by the states, run by the cities, running by the localities. I think the potential for abuses uh, in a national police force are really, really substantial, and therefore I would be extraordinarily skeptical. 
the analogy uh, to the FBI. The FBI is a national federal police force in a sense. Um, well, well su- supposedly, but I, I don't know where they were when uh, these crowds were trying to break into Madison Square Garden. Pardon me, break into a Grand Central Station the other day. Where, where, where were the police? Where, where was the FBI? I mean, they are they're missing in action, from what I can see. Uh, I believe the uh, NYPD upper management was at Samos at that, and the FBI might have been sitting outside Gracie Mansion watching Eric Adams. Yeah. Well. Uh, Sal, if you recall, in New York City, I believe you still need a permit to protest, demonstrate, and it's also a designated time and area, correct? Um, that is correct. You still, you still need a permit, allegedly. Right. All of a sudden now, you could go anywhere you want at any time and place, and uh, the cops just will follow them as if it's a parade. And it's you also need sound permits to use sound mm-hmm. devices. That's another thing. Or as uh, the other day, as you saw, what was it, when they took over the Brooklyn Bridge, and that was a complete... Uh, breakdown in public safety by once again Mayor Eric Adams and Police Commissioner Ed Caban. It completely dropped the ball there. They were marching over a bridge. I know we could go back in time when Ray Kelly was a police commissioner, Bernie Carrick. This kind of stuff, it would stop immediately. That was uh, absolutely egregious that that happened. Absolutely. And where's the mounted unit? (laughs) (laughs) A few blocks away being told to stand down. So. First of all, I'd like to thank Roger and Sal for being a guest on today's episode of Cop Talk. But, you know, Roger and Sal, how can um, how can everyone get in touch with you if they'd like to reach out? Uh, well, you can follow my exploits by going to stonezone.com. Stonezone.com. There you can see my daily show, The Stone Zone. Uh, you can also uh, get a portal to my WABC radio show. I'm on The Roger Stone Show on WABC radio every Sunday between 4 and 6 uh, Eastern Time. You can listen on WABCradio.com. Uh, or, of course, if you're in the New York, New Jersey, Connecticut area, you can just uh, dial in at 770 on the AM dial. Uh, if you want to help me and my family, because we still have 11 harassment lawsuits that have been filed against us, uh, you can go to StoneFamilyFund.com, StoneFamilyFund.com. Uh, I pay a fortune in monthly legal fees fighting these uh, these totally fictitious, fabricated lawsuits filed by liberals, lunatics, crazy people, crackpots, leftists. Oh, wait, I'm being redundant. <laughs> yeah, and uh, for me, Sal? for me, you could go to you go to uh, SalGreco.com. There's a, you know, you could uh, help me there. You could help support me by, you could uh, click the donation button or you could go have some merchandise. Maybe you want to buy a few shirts. Uh, also, anything I'm going to be doing in the future would also come on the website. You could follow me at uh, on Twitter at the Sal Greco. Uh, same can be said for uh, Instagram. And on Truth Social, I'm at head of the table. Fantastic. Uh, Captain, uh, you yeah, have one, question? Yeah, one question uh, for Roger. Uh, you've been with the, with the president on the campaign trail. Uh, I think you were uh, in Iowa recently when he he launched his um, Farmers for Trump uh, coalition. Uh, most yes. cops, most cops I speak to, adore him, and they can't wait to see him back in office. Uh, is there any law enforcement for Trump coalition in the works? Uh, and if so, how do cops uh, uh, get active, retired, get involved in such a campaign? Uh, I believe there is one in the planning stages. I actually have meetings 
uh, on coalitions tomorrow. So I will have more information for you. I'll be happy to come back when I know more. But you're right. Rank and file law enforcement officers love Donald Trump. Uh, and with good reasons, because he loves them. What will he do for Sal? Get <laughs> <laughs> him his job back with uh, retro pay. <laughs> that we, that we, we pray for that. We pray for that. That's up to a federal judge. But I frankly think he has a, uh, an excellent uh, chance uh, to win in court. Uh, lawyers are very expensive. Folks should go to salgreco.com and make a contribution uh, so that Sal has the resources necessary to continue to pay his lawyers and fight this fight. I like it. I like it. Gentlemen, once again, Roger and Sal, I'd like to thank you for being on a, another episode of Cop Talk. Uh, f- ladies and gentlemen, if you like what you hear, please subscribe. You could also follow us on Twitter at Cop Talk WABC. That's at Cop Talk WABC. Until next time, God bless America. God bless the NYPD. And be safe out there. Thank you. Thank you.